Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Deep Dive. And here today with me in studio, no, I'm kidding. I don't have a studio. I'm in my living room. Um, Here with me today, we have JM with Devolver Digital. Hello. Hello. I'm good. How are you? I'm great. It's been so long since we've talked. Yeah, it feels like it's been however long in between these two podcasts. Yeah, which was what, two minutes? <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> Five-minute stretch break. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you have not listened to our other episode, you need to stop and go listen to that one. Or, I mean, you could listen to this one then go back. Either way, but Jam, would you like to tell everybody who you are? Uh, I suppose you mean in an official capacity. Uh, Hi, I'm Jayhem Rhymes with Mayhem, Executive Director of Counterintelligence Operations at Devolver Digital Entertainment, a subsidiary of Fort Parker's Illegal Happy Fun Time Cayman Island Offshore Holdings, hashtag crimes. Perfect. Now tell me who you really are. Tell me like the meaty stuff. You know, I left off the beginning and I think that was important to me. It's greetings, glorious humans, gentle ladies, lad men, ladies and gentlemen, dreams and dreamers alike. Yeah, there you go. That tells you who I am. Yeah, that tells you everything. Um, So today we're going to be talking about Gris, right? That's gris. Like that. Gris. Okay. It's Spanish. It means gray. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I I have a lot of questions for you here for this one. All uh, right. Did you know, how did you come about this game? How did you know? Uh, my first memory of this game yeah. is I was at the first TwitchCon. Okay. And we were sitting at the bar at our hotel and Nigel was like, hey guys, look at this. And it's me and Jared I want to say Dave from Dodge Roll, maybe not. I can't remember. I think one other person. And Nigel showed us the pitch document for Greece and the description of what it is and what it's about. And it had a bunch of pictures and it had a video of something that is similar, but not quite what the opening scene of the game ends up being. And I, there was some question as to whether or not Devolver was going to be able to pick it up because it was actually going to be very expensive due to the way that they were uh, animating it, just due to the quality of the, of the animation. Oh my God. But at the same time, no, none of us, I think no one who looked at it didn't see it and go, we need to do this. Like we all, this is- I was crying just reading that. Yeah. Wait, okay. So that's what I'm curious. That's what I wanted to know. Did you, because you know me, I go into everything blind. I had no idea what the game was about. Yeah, I picked it up and I played it, but you you knew. Did it say in the description like it's about? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, they say what it's about. Oh wow. Okay. Or or what it's roughly based on, uh, and they've made a point of not you know being like here's what it's really about uh, or anything like that because it I think it's important to them that people be free to interpret it however it comes across to them like they're not being you know iron willed with this is what it's really about. Um, but I will say that what it was based on narratively uh hit very close to home for me and i mean would you like to talk about that they've made a big point of of not kind of going into it but i I don't think it spoils the game to know what the process is if you've already played it kind of thing well i mean they don't want it well we it it's out there because somebody is after yeah okay i don't I don't think I, it was you. I don't Someone, think it was me. Yeah, I don't think it was you. Somebody told me. You I said, you, I think on your stream, you were like, nobody tell me. And I was like, okay, cool. I won't tell her. Yeah. And then eventually afterwards, somebody told me, but, um, and it didn't, it didn't 
take away from my experience at all. Oh, I don't think fact, it does. Yeah, it absolutely enriched it. So again, I know we say this in the opening every time, and I know there are those of you that don't listen and you listen to the episode anyway. I'm just going to say, if you think this is going to change your experience, stop listening now and then come back after you've played it. Okay. I mean, the game takes three to five hours. It's like, just go do it. It's incredible. It's, it's so good. It's turned other streamers that I know that play other games into wanting to beat play only games like this. So, yes. Good luck finding games like this. I know. It's hard. But, I mean, that's what we're here for. Yeah. We're here for that. But, yeah. Okay. So, go ahead. So, the, the story is based on the idea that there's this young woman who has lost her sister. And it is about grief and it's about you know those those sorts of things and my mother uh, a couple of years ago I guess it's been several years now but my aunt died and my it really hit my mom very very hard and I remember reading that pitch doc for Greece and seeing the artwork and seeing the image of her standing in the statue's hand and I started crying and I knew that I wanted Devolver to publish this game because I knew that I wanted my mom to play it. Because I think that stories are video games, stories are, I mean, not just video games, everything, but stories are really important and they're what make us human. And I know a lot of the stuff that we consume these days is just entertainment, it's just noise and just filler. Um, yeah. But I think it can also be medicinal. It can also be healing. And I have this fantasy that if my mom finishes Greece, that it will, it's not going to fix anything for her. No. But I like to imagine that it will help her feel um, connected to the story and to the world through that pain. That's why Greece has a very special place in my heart and the fact that it is just so good it's it's incredible i was surprised that the gameplay was good really yeah nervous yeah i mean it's so beautiful and the sound yeah. it's so it's visually so stunning and it sounds so good and it's I, it, it wasn't it was it was i just kind of I, it's not like i really thought about it it's just like i was ready to be like all right the mechanics are going to be not that great yeah like I was just something else. They're like, you know, telling a story or they're doing something. Yeah. But yeah, knows. I I feel like there were moments during my playthrough where I had to stop and I said, I just want to hide my camera, which I don't usually do because I'm a reactionary streamer. People want to see my reaction to what I'm playing yeah. and talk about it. I hid my camera and was quiet for like five or 10 seconds so that I could record a looping video of the artwork <laughs> that I could have it on my desktop. But I could just, yeah. Of, yeah, an interactive desktop. It was just such a beautiful game um, mm -hmm. visually. And then also, yeah, the gameplay was great. It was a fun platformer. Mm -hmm. like, that's what it would be called, right? Like I'm yeah. learning all the technical terms for all these games that I've played since I was like seven. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no. So it, it's absolutely beautiful. But I think what there was one moment for me that really struck me quite hard because I didn't think it was about loss right away. Uh, I thought that her, I thought that the statue was her previously, you know, before she cut her hair. Or, yeah. And it was just, I thought all the symbolism was very clear about the depressive state that she was mm -hmm. in. 
that was very clear to me. But I definitely thought it was a battle about depression and getting out of that. And there was a lot of imagery, like her standing on the like on the that plane of blackness, and then they mm-hmm. the ravens came out from under there, and it was also like a mirror. And oh my god, it was it was there was a lot of symbolism. And the moment I realized it was about like sibling loss, and I don't know if I necessarily realized it as a sister, but I realized it was like oh, this is someone they cared about, and not not her. This isn't her. This is somebody else. Yeah. Oh man, I just lost it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and there was one particular scene that got me, and this is this is a bit of an overshare. So hello. Hi there. My for some strange reason, I think of turtles whenever I think of my partner. I don't not like hmm. whenever, but I just associate, you know, the strong sea turtle with with my partner. Aww. And there's one scene in the game where you're like you're struggling to get out of the darkness and this turtle just comes up and rescues you and mm-hmm. I lost my damn mind. <laughs> I started crying, instantly ugly crying on stream because this game managed to, in just a couple of moments, get me to feel like I was lost and overwhelmed and drowning. And all of a sudden, when you're least expecting it, you know, something comes out to kind of like help you when you need it the most. And yeah, it was good. Aha, there's just, there is so much in <laughs> I cannot articulate it properly. Gosh. I think it's phenomenal too. You know, we just, we just finished talking about Red Strings Club. Yeah. And it's phenomenal that I think both of these games are very emotionally engaging. And one does it through an abundance of text. Yes. And the other does it without a word. No. With one word, I should say, Gris. Yeah, yeah. with one. Yeah. So I think what's interesting about this, so for those of you listening who haven't played it and didn't listen to our advice yet, I think what's interesting about it from a visual perspective is that the further along in the story you go, the more color comes back into your life and your perspective. Mm-hmm. And each level, I feel like, is an emotion. They are mm-hmm. using a color to explain that emotion and you have to go through. And like, there's one that's very rich and lush and green and there's lots of you know, rain and beautiful sounds. And then the next one is this kind of cool watery level that they do. Oh, it's, yeah, it's absolutely incredible. So why hasn't your mom played it yet? Can I ask you that? She like, has been. Uh, she's been playing it. She just keeps getting stuck. Okay, okay. Are you helping um, her or are you? I, so she didn't tell me she was stuck. And so I talked to her and she's like, yeah, I, I got to this part and I got stuck. And then I started over and I got stuck again. And I started over and I got stuck at the same part again. Because I guess she thought she was doing something wrong. Like oh. she had missed something on the way. So I was like, all right, get on the game now. Yeah. I'll get you through it. I'll help you. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I really wanted her to finish it. Uh, yeah. I hope. So my mom didn't lose her sibling. She lost her mom when she was really young. Mm. And she never really talked about it with me. Yeah. Occasionally a couple times. So my one of my good friends in high school, my best friend in high school, lost her mother quite suddenly and traumatically. Like she got hit in the back of the head with a tree branch during a storm. When they pulled over on the side of the road, she went to get a branch out of the way and another one came down and hit her. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it was insane. Um, so she lost it. And I went to my mom and I said, I know it's not this, you know, like I know we don't really talk, but how can I help my friend right now? Because she just lost her mom and I don't know what to do. And it's like the only time my mom's ever really talked about it. And she said, 
it will never be fixed. It'll never be the same. Um, you will always think about it. But yeah, like just be there and listen and just understand that that's how it will be for her. Like she will always think about it and people will always make a comment and she'll always think back to her mom and there's no yeah. escaping that. And I just trying to keep it together here. Don't yeah, no, me too. Podcast, but, um, but that advice has really has stuck with me because um, to call my mom when we're done with this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got to call my mom. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that advice has stuck with me as I've grown older and experienced more loss. It was good advice because sometimes you can't do anything except be there for somebody and listen to what they have to say or if they don't want to say anything at all, which is why the game is like they do that so well. Because yeah. sometimes you don't want to talk about it or there's you don't know how to articulate the loss or you know what you feel. And yeah, so it means a lot to me that they chose not to have any speaking really except for, you know, the song that they have. Mm. But yeah, that, that, mm. um, I feel like they did that really well. Okay. Get it together, Pete. <laughs> okay. There was a, I was surprised to find a twist at the end for me. Okay. Um, I, you know, knowing what I knew, I was already still, you know, deeply, uh, emotionally engaged with it. Um, but the very, again, if you haven't played it yet, Stop go it. play it. <laughs> but, and this is, this is my interpretation. This is not, this is, you know, all I knew was the sister thing. So this is my interpretation, but the end of the game. So at the beginning, it was always my assumption that the person we're playing is alive and that the statue is the sister who is lost. Yes. And at the very end of the game, oh when all that black shit comes up and it's the statue sister, and it eats her and then you climb back into her hand and she the statue begins to weep and she kisses her cheek and then i realized that <laughs> that the statue sister is the one who's still alive yep. and it's the other one that we have to let go of because then she climbs the stars yep oh damn it shit. <laughs> I am crying. I am full on crying right now. Oh no. And it's about letting her go. And it's about, and suddenly like all that, the, all those scenes with those kind of boss things, it's, it's her not wanting to let her go. Yeah. And it's how much that's like, it's that struggle and that her sister's really okay. I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, didn't even realize that I didn't I don't, put that together and I, I love that interpretation. Thanks. I, I don't know if that's the thing, but that's like suddenly that's that's what hit me. And then oh, she kisses wow. her goodbye and she's like, all right, I'm going to go now. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I have to go back and play the game again now. But the moment I knew exactly what you were saying too, the moment you were like, as where the she, statue is the one that is still alive. And this is because she does. She climbs up in the stars and the singing happens again, you know, like you will then you will okay oh my gosh yeah. oh man i gotta call yeah. my sister after this <laughs> i gotta call my mom then i gotta call my sister yeah oh man we may have to cut this out of the podcast but what oh this coming up part that i'm gonna say oh. uh, i watched my sister get hit by a car when we were kids oh my god yeah it was it was like incredibly traumatic i mean i was very young but it was in she's fine She's okay. Yeah, Sister so Barry. Start with. Yeah, Sister Barry. Yeah, Sister Barry. Yeah. Does the best Mormo voice of all yeah. time. She's fucking great. I love her so much. But yeah, so 
and we never had the relationship of, you know, that they portray on TV where you like fight with your sister. We never had that. We were super close um, always. And I remember, yeah, I just, I feel like there's something, there's a bond you have with parents. There's a bond you have with friends, but I do think there's an extra special bond you have with a sibling. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of, I think there's this unspoken expectation that you guys will grow old or you'll die at the same time or they'll just never not be there. So I think it's, you know, whereas with a parent, I feel like at some point you're prepped. Yeah. You're lucky enough to not have lost them before this point in your adulthood. You go, okay, well, there will come a time, but I don't think you prep for that with a sibling. And I, I know you don't prep for that when you're a parent and you have a kid, you know, you never expect for that kind of a loss, but yeah, there's just, if you know somebody that's lost somebody, give them this game. I'm not, I'm not kidding. And I'm not just saying that, but I think this is, this game is really important for anybody who's lost someone or lost themselves. Even Mm -hmm. it's really good. Okay. I've cried now. (laughs) It means we're doing it right. Yeah, <laughs> we're talking about we're talking about all the right things. Yeah. Um, uh, what else was good in this game that didn't necessarily make you cry? Was there? Oh, what about <laughs> little? Sorry, you moved it. Yeah, I went there. You're talking about the robot? Yes. Or the robot-looking thing? Yeah, yeah, the cute little robot. It was really cute. It was so cute. And Hi, also, friend. Yeah, and it was really adorable because I don't think you can, like it follows you around to help you, but is it only on that one level, right? It's only on that one level, and I'm a little bummed about that, to be honest. Why is that, I wonder? Because each level meant something, I feel like. So can I ask you what you felt each level represented? Uh, you know, I, I'm not really sure. Really think about, okay. When I, when I, because I was trying to think about it when you, when you were describing the different colors of levels. Yeah. And really the only one that, very strongly makes sense to me uh, as far as like grief and, yeah. and, and loss, like in a direct correlation is the red level where yeah. you learn how to be a, a heavy cube. Yeah. Um, oh, God. Okay. We have to talk about that for a second. I normally clip video game audio in here, mm-hmm. but it's really hard to do that for a game like this. Cause there's no dialogue, but I may try it here. And if it's mm-hmm. like, if it doesn't sound good, I'll take it out. But guys, this part, you are turning into a block, I think, with your dress, and you're yeah. still and firm while this big black wall of smoke is it smoke at this point? I took it as like sand or dust, but sand yeah, dust, yeah, okay. It's uh, which is you know, there's just like so much symbolism in this mm-hmm. game. So, I'm at this dust is like coming at you, and you have to stay strong, you have to stay strong like a cube or a rock while all of this is coming at you. And I remember thinking, holy cow, this is guiding you through the seven stages of grief right now. Mm-hmm. It's telling you, not only does it go through showing you anger and some you mm-hmm. know, reactions you might have, but it's also kind of telling you, hey, that's what I took from that moment. You have to be strong. All this like dirty part of this loss and the dirty part of the grieving process is going to come at you, but you mm-hmm. can just hold on, take a few steps at a time, hold on again, take a few more steps and just like keep going, baby steps. Did you ever walk while you were a cube? I did. Well, because that's my favorite animation in the game. It's so good. And in that moment, that's what I was thinking. Mm -hmm. I thought that they so clearly were telling me 
you know, sit as a cube, get up, take a couple steps, mm-hmm. stop, you know? And I, I didn't think of it like a game. I definitely thought that they were trying to tell me when this happens to just stay strong and you can do it. I believe in you. Little steps, man. Yeah. When she's, when she's a cube walking, she's so heavy. Yeah. There's such weight to her motions and, and I don't know what it is, but, but it, it has that a little bit, that impact to me. Like it, it, it has that, like, you just have to keep going and you're going to be really heavy right now, but oh. you have to do it Yeah. or you, you know, or you're not going to go anywhere. And it's, there's a stage where they express it's okay to want to go somewhere too, which also hit me. Because I feel like when you're going through grief, there's moments of feeling badly for wanting to be better or for wanting to grow and experience things. And Mm. yeah, so you have to deal with like that whole aspect of, you know, losing a loved one. What would you say that scene is that that has that sensation? The singing. Oh, yeah. I couldn't, at first I didn't know. And I love that they didn't go out of their way to explain it now. I know I like that the information's out there that I can go see what it came from, whose loss it came from, because it very clearly came from a traumatic loss to make something so beautiful and so real that hits with all of us and connects. Mm-hmm. But I like that the, I didn't know when I started because I couldn't inter- I couldn't decide if the singing was you know, me, the main character trying to find their voice again, or if it was missing the singing of the loved one, or if it was the voice of the loved one. Because I also wasn't sure if it was someone who loved somebody dealing with depression. Yeah. You know, there's like so much and you can interpret it in a million different ways, but finding your voice or finding a voice again, I definitely... I definitely thought it was saying it's okay to want that. It's okay to sing. It's okay to make things grow in your garden. And like, yeah. it's, it's okay. Or even the little robot, the little robot friend, you know, mm-hmm. okay to find joy again in all the sadness. They do, yeah. do a lot of that. Oh, <laughs> this game is too beautiful. Okay. So was there, a, was there a moment in the game? Well, yeah, there were probably lots of moments where this happened. But- was there a moment in the game in particular where you felt like you knew what your mom went through? Sorry to ask you such a personal question. But. No, um, no, I don't think so. I don't think I can understand it. Yeah. Um, I have a brother and, you know, we get along fine, but it's not nearly the same relationship that my mom and her sister had. Mm. And it was, uh, and he's, you know, he's still alive. So uh, I'm, I'm lucky to say that, you know, I've experienced, you know, loss and, and sadness in my life, but not, uh, not quite like that. Not quite like that. Not yet. Do you feel closer to her playing the game? <sighs> if she'd fucking finish it. Yeah. God, mom. <laughs> um, I, uh, I mean, actually, I guess I kind of, I was, I was joking, but I guess I kind of do mean that because I think when she finishes it and we can talk about it, it'll be your way of, it'll be a way that we can, that we can connect about it right now. She has it. like, I've played it and I can project onto that. Yes. You okay. know, as much as I want. And it does like, I suppose it sort of has helped me to feel like that ending. I think yeah. when I, when I made that realization, I think I felt something like that but I, I you know i and i definitely think of her in that moment 
but I don't, I don't, I don't know that it, I think her experiencing it is the important thing. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that answers the question. No, it, it does. It does. And I'm sorry to like, we just, for the, no, you're fine. We just recorded Red Strings Club, which is a, an incredible moving game, but mm-hmm. we didn't really get too deep into why it moved us versus this game where I'm actually sitting here crying um, <laughs> and I'm trying to keep it together. So sorry to ask you such a personal question. No, you're like, all right. That wasn't, wasn't too personal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, I kind of like, I want my mom to play this game. I, I don't, I think I have to buy her a switch. <laughs> like she doesn't have a computer. I got to get her a switch and I got to get her this game. Well, you know what you can do is if you have one, you can just go visit. That's true. And make her sit down and play it. And then I can and say, bring it. I'll tell you this. So they've got really good idea. Actually. Yeah, I mean, you, you can get like a portable dock for your switch so that you can, you know, plug it in somewhere else so that she, you can put it on her TV or whatever. Really? Yeah. I didn't know any of this. I didn't know yeah. yourself. Oh, yeah. Switch. yeah. Like after this conversation's over, I'm fine. <clears throat> which is what's happening. Oh, yeah, it's a lovely thing. I'll, uh, if you want, I, yeah. I can link you the stuff that I've bought that that's yeah. like really portable and easy to take from place to place. So I can, and I, this is nothing, but I bought myself a projector around yes. Christmas time. Yes. For like less than most TVs. It was like $300 for this yeah. little portable projector. And so like, I've been taking it when like, my friends and I go down to Portland or whatever, we'll take a projector. I'll take my projector and my switch and we'll like put it up on the wall of the hotel room or something like that. Um, So it's a super versatile system. And I think it's a wonderful way. It's, it's easy to, for people to use. Uh, It's very user friendly. And, and I think it's, you know, and especially if you're there with her, it can be a wonderful experience that you guys can share. It'd be like watching a long movie. Yeah. I could just watch her play it. Oh God. Oh God. (laughs) <laughs> She's like me though, super emotional. We're just going to sit there and not say anything and just cry. That sounds beautiful. <laughs> sounds beautiful. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to do that. I'm doing it. Oh my gosh. Okay. I want to ask you about the things that stuck with you from the game. I know there's probably a lot, but if you could pick three moments that were your favorite other than the end where you just like, yeah, you know, a beautiful minded, the ending for me, aside from that. <laughs> Is there anything that stands out? Um, walking as a cube. Yeah, walking as a cube. The um, the last level where everything's glowing and you keep switching what up and down mean. Oh my god, the symbolism there too. Like, just think about that, guys, for a second. Mm. You know, you've lost someone. You don't know what is up or what's down. That's a common thing they all they say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> so much right with this game. I, I get aggressively uh, amazed, is, I guess, the new term that I'm going to use. I'm aggressively amazed by this game. Sorry, yeah. go on. That no, was, not at all. And then what was the, your third one? Uh, you know, what's, uh, I'll, uh, this is, uh, we, we had the game at PAX West last year, mm-hmm. and my mom came to visit. Uh, my family came up to visit during PAX West, and she came to the show. And I got to, I don't know if you've, you've seen our booth. We have like a giant screen in our booth that we play the video games on. And so I got my mom, I was like there showing her grease and I get to a puzzle in the water level. Like it was kind of a, it was a, like you, it was a, the demo had like sections from each of the, like the, yeah, okay. the red, the green and the blue. Uh, and I'm in the water level and I'm in the, the temple part where 
there's like the above ground, like the water is like splits the screen halfway and above ground, there's a temple and below the water, there's like a kind of a mirror of the temple. Yes. And I could not figure that puzzle out. Couldn't figure that puzzle out. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, all right. So I hand the controller to my mom and I go over and I think, I think my girlfriend's there too, because she figured it out too. And I go over to one of my coworkers, Anya, and I'm, I'm like, hey, how does this puzzle work? Or no, Anya was there and I went over to one of the animators and I was like, hey, how does this work? And she's like, what, that puzzle? I'm like, yeah. And then she explains it to me. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. And so that I go back over and my mom has solved it while I'm gone. <laughs> Are you raging? I was like, no. what? I was, I was so surprised. I was surprised. I was happy. Yeah. I was, and then Anya was like, oh, I, I like that puzzle. Really? And oh. I was like, <laughs> I love it when people do that. When they're like, oh, you got stuck there. Really? Yeah. Oh, come on. You know? I, but in the meantime, I solved like this other puzzle in like two <laughs> seconds. Come on. She now. thought I was doing it on purpose to like build up the drama oh. or something like that. And I was like, no, I didn't know. Oh, actually stuck. Oh god! Um, but I was really happy to come back and see that my mom had gotten it, had solved it. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is not so much about the game, I guess, but it was okay. it was just about the nature of that yeah. puzzle. They're yeah. really good puzzles. They are that, really good puzzles. The double jump in that game. Yeah, the double jump in that game is one of my favorite things. And it's such animation. a weird double jump. It is a weird double jump, but it's also perfect. Yeah, it takes a bit to get used to, but yeah, then it's super solid. I will say that. I have not really played a game. I'm going to kick myself later when I think of some, but mm-hmm. I've not really played a game that managed to do all of the things right. Because in this, there was the music, there was the visual, mm-hmm. and then there was the actual gameplay and the puzzles. They were all mm-hmm. good because your mechanics can be great, but your puzzles can be kind of not that challenging. It was, yeah. it was actually, it was great. It was literally all of the things. It was perfect. Plus it had the, you know, star layout in the opening theme, which I now realize what that means. <laughs> just gonna go, I'm just going to go to bed and cry. I was going <laughs> to go home, but I'm literally in my house yeah. right now. <sighs> you know what game I think hits all three again? Which one? Totally different game. Ape Out. Ape Out? What? Ape okay, Out. So I haven't played this. You haven't played Ape Out? No, I haven't played Ape Out. <sighs> it's one of the best games ever. Okay. I've it's added- visually, auditorially, mechanically stunning all right it's so good so is that the one game that you would recommend for people who enjoyed Greece? oh no ape out is absolutely nothing like Greece. Not nothing like Greece. again absolutely nothing like Greece. the title it's not quite yeah the same vibe but um yeah if you could recommend a game for someone to enjoy it doesn't have to be exactly like it but something the first game that pops to mind when you think of trying to recommend a game that's not this one so I was thinking, because I, I learned that you're going to, I figured you're going to ask this question again uh, after we did the Red Strings Club. And I, I think two games spring to mind and they're neither of them are quite Greece, but they both, I think, are really beautiful and healing in their own ways. One is Night in the Woods. Yes, yes, yes. I second that. And the other is as well. Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice. I have not played that one yet, but I've heard it's amazing. It is uh, one of my absolute favorite games of all time as something that can be a medicine. That is something that can be tremendously powerful. It's, yeah. Okay. 
Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I, just kinda... no, I just I know what that what that means and that I know those feelings you know where you just try to articulate it and what can you say about something that is that healing um so I have one for you two maybe mm-hmm. um there is a oh man okay wait maybe three <laughs> there's a really short game oh and I can't remember the name of it but it's about a dad who goes out to sea or shower with my dad simulator no it's not shower with my dad simulator but it's something like he's coming back home and he's sailing oh my god i'm gonna have to look this up and i will put it in the description i'm sorry guys that i can't remember that one but that one's super moving um the other one have you played the cat lady have we talked about this yet no oh my gosh okay so the cat lady is nothing like grease but it is it is a it is like I feel like Greece, but if it was in a horror setting, it's a horror game. It's gruesome. It's gory. It's traumatic. But boy, that's a, that's like a eleven hour healing game of healing right there. All right, it takes you all the way through. And yeah, I I swear by that game. I love that game's great. The mechanics are not as clean. It's a little clunky. Yeah, but it's it's really good. And then the other one was Blackwood Crossing. Have you heard of that game? No. Okay, so again, not quite the all package that mm. um that Greece is, but it's it definitely takes you through some feelings and through a story and um yeah it's similar. So those are my two for that one. But definitely you should play the cat lady. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think you'll like it. I'm in. Yeah. Well thank you so much for joining me twice now. We've yeah for sure. Episodes. Um do you want to let everybody know where they can find you? Uh yeah. Uh you can find me on Twitter at Devolver JM. Uh, you can find Devolver on Twitter at Devolver Digital. There's also DevolverDigital.com where you can purchase our many, very, our, our varied games and merch sundries. We have a Discord nowadays. It's pretty good. It's bumping. It's linked in my Twitter. I will I think. link it as well. Oh, you'll link it as well. Great. I can link Great. it for you. Yeah. Yeah, and then you know we're at most of the we're at all the we're at most of the Paxes. Yeah, Pax uh, here. Oh yeah. Hey, yeah. sure. I see you every year. Yeah. Woo. Hey, will you be there though? This I week? will. Oh, perfect. I'll see you in a couple of weeks then. I'm my, okay. So I'm waiting for my passport to come in, but I have like everything else, like my badges and everything. I've just, I paid extra to expedite it. I need it to get here because I love PAX so much and I, I will cry if I am. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, thank you again so much for coming on to talk about such an incredible game and for sharing and um, yeah. And also for Red Strings. But thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Oh, I should say, uh, I think it's coming out. Uh, it's it's coming out soon. I, I should know the date, but I don't. Um, but Greasy is getting an update. Oh. Uh, with kind of some behind the scenes stuff, <gasps> some uh, cutting room floor art and animations. <gasps> uh, so that's going to, that's a free update. That's going to happen. That's going to auto update wherever you have the game. Oh, that's amazing. Do you yeah. know when that's coming out? Hold on a second. Uh, Why am I so bad at my job? (laughs) Looking up stuff about video games that we publish. I don't see that written here. I don't see that on this sheet. So I'm going to look up my emails. Going to sing about my emails. I was gonna help you out, and then you went quiet on me. Well, I thought you were gonna sing while I was 
while I was looking your stuff up. While I was looking my stuff up, you're gonna take no. that while I had to read. No. Uh oh yeah, this that's also coming out uh this uh, Thursday. Thursday. Or did that already happen? When is it? March fifth? No, that's already out. Oh, it happened already. That shit came out last Thursday. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Bamo. <laughs> it was absolutely perfect. And I'm gonna leave that in. I'm not gonna cut out the singing because I think I love it so much. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, thank you, Jay Hem. Rhymes with Mayhem for being here today. Thanks, Punkinberry. The Deep Dive Podcast is brought to you by PBTV. That's me. And you can find us at deepdivecast.com, as well as on Twitter and Instagram at deepdivecast. If you like what you hear, please consider rating and reviewing the show on Apple. And to support the show, you can visit deepdivecast.com slash pledge.